Today on Locked on A's, I have a very special guest announcement coming up in just one minute. I'm going over the differences between Jason Dominguez and Oswald Peraza from the Yankees farm system, and then some profiles that I'm hoping that the A's go after in their trade bonanza that's probably coming. So I'm going over batters and pitchers that I would like to see the A's go after profile-wise. Not necessarily specific guys, but profile-wise. So that is what we are talking about on today's episode of Locked on A's. Let's do it, you guys. You are Locked on A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 386 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, I'm going over the differences between Jason Dominguez and Oswald Peraza and why I think that the A's and A's fans should be happy with either or. I'm going to give my case for each guy. And then later on, I'm going to be going over profiles of batters and pitchers that I think that the A's should be going after in these trades that we are all expecting to happen basically any day now. So that is what we got coming up for you guys today. But before I get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, make sure to follow the podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. We are on YouTube. YouTube is just exploding. It is legitimately, uh, we're gaining so many followers each and every day. Thank you so much to everybody that is subscribing. We're almost at 300 subs. Keep that number going. Very much appreciate it. Everybody that has already done that, hit my microphone. Um, also, thank uh Subscribe or uh, follow us on social media. That's the one uh, at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. Green Room app. There we go. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And please fill up that mailbag. I'm going to be gone for paternity leave at the end of December. I would like some questions to answer and get some episodes in the bag. So fill up that mailbag, you guys. Um, yeah, but that's that's all for that. So let's get to the special announcement. If you follow us on Twitter, I said that there was going to be a very, very special guest coming on today. The special guest had a union meeting, a players' union meeting. So... Uh, we had to reschedule. It's going to be happy. We're going to be talking on Wednesday morning. So that'll be coming up Wednesday night for you guys on YouTube and in your uh, podcast feeds. So look for that. Uh, do you want to know who the player is? I'm assuming everybody's just yelling yes wherever they are on the bus, in their cars, with their kids. Uh, so the, the special guest is going to be Cole Irvin, returning guest, Cole Irvin. Uh, he was like, hey, kind of want to come on the show. I was like, all right, let's do it. I actually invited him, but we were talking. I invited him on the show, and he was like, yeah, that sounds great. So uh, we're going to be doing that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got some very intriguing questions, some answers, or some questions that I want the answers to. Hopefully, you guys are going to be intrigued by that as well. going to be talking about his season, his offseason, uh, just everything going on Cole Irvin right now. So that should be a fun, fun podcast. And I'm also going to be talking to Ben Kaspic of Locked On Giants. I'm going to make be making some more trades. <laughs> I'm going to see... If he wants some ace pitchers, because the Giants are an intriguing team. Are they still good now that everybody's retiring or 
free agents? I don't know. Do, do they still want to be good? We're going to find out. So that's going to be Friday's episode for you guys. Um, so yeah, that is, that is all of that. But let's get into the main topic of this segment, and that is the debate between Jason Dominguez and Oswald Peraza, as is going on in my head, at least. There are a lot of A's fans that are basically saying it's Jason Dominguez or bust if they trade Matt Olson to the New York Yankees. And I understand that sentiment. I, I truly do. Because he is the, the guy. I mean, there, there's obviously Anthony Volpe, and he's cool. He's the number one prospect. That's the guy that you would want to go after usually. But Jason Dominguez has, has so much hype around him. He's only 18 years old. He signed for $5.1 million on the international free agent market. He's a big deal. And with that youth comes a little bit of inexperience. And that is what why I'm a little bit more hesitant than I think most people when it comes to Jason Dominguez. He has tools. He can play baseball. But will he be able to adjust and play at the major league level? That is the question. And for me, as an A's fan, I've seen the A's go after these the, the top guys, the top, top guys, a couple of times now. You've seen Frank, Franklin Barreto. You've seen Derek Barton. And they, they haven't worked out. I mean, Derek Barton was a fine player. He wasn't, you know, Mike Trout by any means, but he was fine for a bunch of years, a decade. He was really, really good. Uh, not really, really good. He was fine. <laughs> and then Frank Lombretto just never seemed to work out. He could not get those strikeouts under control. And so for me, always going with the highest upside guy isn't necessarily the move. And I think that because Peraza is still young, he's just not 18. I think that he still has a lot of upside right there. And the Yankees brought him up to AAA at the very end of the season. So he's basically going to be AAA ready. Ready to start in, if he got traded, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, AAA Las Vegas. Not the A's are moving to Las Vegas. AAA Las Vegas. Uh, and so I think that that would be something that would intrigue the A's. And then he could learn a little bit at the major league level and be one of the centerpieces, the, the core pieces for the next great A's team. Hopefully, great A's team. A um, couple of stats that I wanted to go over real quick. Jason Dominguez, he's an outfielder. He 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 bats from both sides, which is cool. He's also 18, as I mentioned. Um, he His hit tools, or his tools across the board, his hit tools, the 55 on the 20 to 80 scale. His power is a 60. His run is a 65. His arm is a 60. And his fielding is a 55. So very, very solid player. There's no debating that. But... When it comes to Oswald Peraza, he is a shortstop, so the A's love going after middle infielders. They could make him play basically anywhere else. They could have him play third if they wanted. They could have him play second if they wanted, because uh, he's probably not going to be playing short because Nick Allen is probably going to be the, the A's starting shortstop for a while. Four or five years. We'll see. We'll see when they trade him and when he gets called up. But uh, the only thing that really Jason Dominguez has an upgrade over Peraza in is power because they both have a 55 hit tool. Uh, the power is a 50 compared to Jason Dominguez and his 60 uh, run. He's got him by five, but you know, it, still a 60 run tool is pretty dang good. Uh, their arms are both 60s. And then uh, Peraza actually has him in the field because he has a 60 grade as well. And I know that it's one season, small sample size, and it's not apples to apples on any of this, but in A-ball, Jason Dominguez, uh, he was the number, uh, he ranked 133 out of in all of A-ball, uh, across all of the players that played in A-ball uh, in WRC+. He had a 105. 
Uh, Oswald Peraza what ranked number 42 in double A, which is a higher league and a better ranking. And uh, he had a 122 WRC plus. So he was he was pretty solid. And he was also three years younger than the competition in double A. While Dominguez, I know that he's only 18, but he was only two years younger than the competition in A ball. So take with that what you will. I think that that means that Peraza is showing that he can play with guys that are older than him in double A. And he's well ahead of the curve. So that's just something that intrigues me a little bit. I know that the A's don't necessarily need uh, outfielders or uh, infielders, but you can convert basically anybody to outfield if you want to. Uh, in theory, in th no nothing's easy, but in theory, you can. <laughs> and Peraza this season had a uh, six and a half walk rate, a 23.2% strikeout rate. He hit 294 with a 348 on base and a 122 WRC+. Plus. Jason Dominguez walked a lot more at 9.8%. He struck out a lot more at 31.3%, but he only hit 258 with a 346, so the on-base was right there for him, so that was good. And then uh, he had a 105 WRC+, and they're both good players. If the A's got one of those, that's great. But I guess my, my whole thing is, do, if you're going to trade Matt Olson. Do you want to get that that jewel that would be Jason Dominguez that you were pinning, pining for, for, for years and you're hoping that he develops when the A's haven't shown that they can necessarily develop great hitters? They can develop good hitters and then maybe they'll adjust at the, the big league level like Matt Olson. But I think that Peraza is probably more of a sure bet, which is why I'm more intrigued by Peraza personally. But if they got Dominguez, I would not be upset whatsoever. But I don't think that for me, it is Dominguez or bust. That is my case. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys to it. But coming up on the show, I'm going to be talking about the batters that I want the A's to be targeting uh, outside of Peraza and Dominguez because the A's could be making a lot of trades. So I'm talking about that real quick. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Built Bar because I love Thanksgiving and all of the good food and treats and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert too, but it's not full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar or go for the raspberry Built Bar instead of raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. They're all low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, and they are covered in 100% chocolate. All you got to do to get your hands on some of these delectable desserts is go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show. If you are, leave us a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, also, subscribe to the YouTube page. It's fantastic. I love YouTube. Uh, it, legitimately, having a YouTube page has made me enjoy YouTube a lot more. I click around 
watch everybody's videos now. It's a good time. Uh, but let's get into the batters that I would target in this trade season because it's probably going to be a busy one for the A's. As I've said before, I could easily see them trading uh, Matt Olson and Chris Bassett and Frankie Montas. I think that those are three of their most valuable trade pieces that are the most likely to be on the move. They could also move uh, Ramon Laureano. I almost called him Razor Ramon. You would have known who I was talking about, but Ramon Laureano is his given name. And they could move him. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be getting the packages they would necessarily want for the kind of value that he can provide to a team. And then Sean Murphy, who they also have four years of control left with, uh, according to their the A's transactions page, he elected free agency. That's a lie. Um, he, he can't yet, so he didn't. Um, Sean Murphy, still on the A's, regardless of what the team website says. Um, but he's also very, value, very, very valuable. As I said in uh, a couple of weeks ago on the ranking of the A's trade trade guys, uh, he is the most valuable guy, trade asset that the A's have. And I hate referring to players as assets, but it, it fits in this regard. So um, I could see him potentially being moved, especially with not a lot of catching options on the free agent market, but it would take a pretty hefty package to, to pry him away. But if the A's are going full rebuild, I could definitely see it happening too. And also Shamanaya is on the board um, as a trade target who I traded to Boston. If you uh, look in, the, in our YouTube feed, it's the last episode. So if you want to see uh, the package that I think could land Shamanaya in Boston, there you go. I also talked about, if you liked the first episode or the first segment, I talked with uh, Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees in a episode that is completely blowing up on uh, YouTube. It's got, what, like 4,500 views right now? It's, it's wild. Uh, blowing up for baseball. It's not like a Marvel premiere. And it, it's doing great for my little channel that has almost 300 subscribers. Uh, so if you want to hear a little bit more in-depth about the prospect packages and all that stuff for a medals and to New York trade, that is also in your feeds. But let's talk a little bit more about the the batters that I think that the A's should be going after. And for me, I think contact guys. I know that we're in the middle of the launch angle revolution and the A's kind of started that in 2012. Uh, but I think that by the time that the A's are getting ready to be competitive again, we, we may be on a new fad and it might not be launch angle. It might be contact. I think that contact is something that the Astros have and they have a lot of success with it. They put the ball in play more often. They don't strike out. They, I think they struck out the least out of any team in baseball. If you can put the ball in play, good things can happen. I know that that is a very old person thing to say, but hey, I'm getting older. <laughs> but it is true. Um, I don't think that they need to be hitting home runs all the time. If you get a bunch of guys that can hit 15 to 20 home runs and hit 260, 270, I think that that's a very, very solid team. And maybe you get a couple of boppers in there that can hit 30, 35 home runs. Uh, that You know, you're Jordan Alvarez's. But I think that that's probably going to be the next iteration of offense in baseball as soon as guys can start, you know, making contact with sliders. Um, but I think that that would be a nice fail safe is getting a bunch of guys that can make contact with the ball that have a good eye at the plate because that's very Oakland days and money ball. Uh, and then guys that don't strike out nearly as much. And that is another reason why I think that Oswald Peraza would be a solid centerpiece for a deal for Matt Olson with the Yankees uh, is because he struck, he struck out a whole bunch less. Does he have as much power? No, but can he hit 10 to 15 home runs? Yeah. And can he play good defense? Uh-huh. 
Can he do everything else? Yes. I think he'd be a, he'd be a fine guy to have. I, I'm, I would not be mad about that. Um, so you get guys that can make contact, that play solid defense, which is the other thing that I think that the A's, I know that they had their ups and downs in the field in 2021, but their defense was really solid just by the eye test. Uh, comparatively to other teams. The Astros would kick the ball around all the time. The Red Sox kicked the ball around. The New York Yankees kicked the ball around all the time. But they had en enough good pitching, which was strikeout pitching, and then they had a bunch of guys that could hit the ball. So they didn't play defense. But if the A's played defense, then they might be able to make some things work a little bit better for them, kind of like what the Rays do, where they play some really good defense, and they've won the division and gone to the World Series the last two years. So, hey, good for them. Uh, have they won one? No, but are they closer than the A's? Yes. Yes, they are. Um, I think that by the time that the A's are ready to compete again, that the game is just going to evolve. And there's also a good chance that the A's next window could come in a new ballpark, whether that's in Oakland or wherever it is. So the guys, usually you get guys, as I talked about with Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees, you get guys that fit your ballpark, but the A's don't necessarily know where they're going to be playing next. So you, you could get a bunch of, you know, lefty mashers like Barry Bonds going to Oracle Park and just hitting them over, uh, not the green monster, the cement monster, whatever it was, <laughs> the, the brick monster, let's call it that, in McCovey Cove. And you can get guys like that that fit that ballpark, but the A's don't know what their ballpark is going to do. They don't know how it's going to play. According to the, the diagrams and all the... Uh, the renderings, uh, it looks like lefties may have a hard time in this new ballpark with a huge wind tunnel coming from right field. Uh, do you want to stock up on powerful lefties if that's the case? No. But you know what could play very well? Contact guys. And so maybe they go righties or righties with power and then lefty contact guys. There's a few different, there's a bunch of different uh, facets at, at work here. And uh, there's a bunch of questions that the a that we as fans don't know. Maybe the A's are like, no, no, we're we're using Vegas or we're using Oakland, and we know where we're going to be, and we can get a rough idea of how the ballpark's going to play. Maybe they have some some theories on that, and maybe they can adjust their trade targets accordingly. But uh, if they if the front office has no idea how the ballpark's going to play, then you probably want to go with contact guys because they'll play wherever you put them. And that's why I think contact guys that play solid defense, maybe a couple of boppers, those are the guys that I'm targeting in the A's, uh, in the A's potential trades this offseason. Coming up, I'm talking about the potential pitchers that I think that the A's should be going after. No big surprises, but hey, uh, let's talk about it anyway. So stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I'll be right back. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile, to, uh, mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. That is code LOCKEDON, one word, all caps, LOCKEDON. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and that's because bet online is where the game starts. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on our new YouTube channel. Wow, words are just escaping you today, Jason. Make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But let's get into the, the types of pitchers that I would be targeting this winter if I was the Oakland A's front office. And the A's have three or four or five guys that could be on the move. There are plenty of opportunities for the A's to go after whoever they want. They've got a lot of solid, solid talent. And they can get some, some top 50 prospects if they want those guys. And I think that if they are going to be going after top 50 prospects with, you know, the, the centerpiece of any trade package should be a bat. I, I said it, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was in my uh, crossover with Ryan Finkelstein of Locked On Mets. I think that the A's are not necessarily not as adept at developing batters as they are at developing pitchers or finding pitchers. And so getting those top tier prospect bats could be a nice jump start to getting the next team going. And so I would not make a pitcher any centerpiece. And also pitchers get hurt a lot. So do not make any pitchers the centerpiece of any of these deals. Make them all batters. And then you can get like a number 17 or 18 prospect who can throw some gas and uh, put them in your bullpen if you want to. Who cares? The A's can draft their own their own starting rotation. That's fine. Or sign them on you know, get another Mike Fires, have him be your fifth starter. Uh, they can find their arms wherever they need to. But I think that uh, bats, go get bats. That's those are the, the pitchers they should go after is bats. <laughs> but when it does come to pitchers, again, the A's do not know where they're going to be playing. So does it affect pitchers as much? Not necessarily, but if there is a wind tunnel blowing out, it could affect them. So maybe you want more righties or more lefties. Uh, that could be a factor that could play in. But I think that one thing that would definitely play in is getting guys that throw heat and have sliders. I don't think those are going anywhere because nobody can hit them. So if you have guys that can hit them, obviously you're going to be doing, you, you got a leg up right there. And then uh, if you guys got a bunch of strikeout, if you get a bunch of strikeout guys, then you're going to be, it, it doesn't matter how they hit the ball. Um, I think, and then the other facet here that I think is going to be interesting is the CBA. The CBA could introduce potentially, uh, robo-ups. We might just do away with the human strike zone and go to robots. And so I think that it would be almost imperative for the ace to get a bunch of swing and get swing and miss guys, which are probably going to be those top tier, not top tier prospects, but guys in like the 15 to 20 or maybe 10 to 20 range of a team's prospect list. Those guys Stock up your bullpen with a bunch of hard-throwing righties and lefties that throw a bunch of break, that get swings and misses, and then you also want some precision guys because, and these guys can be throw-ins. You get a couple of Cole Irvins in there, and Cole Irvin, very solid pitcher. He was above league average. He had a 424 ERA in 2021. They just got him for cash, and he was solid. He made 32 starts. He was everything the A's could have hoped that he could be. And it's because he knows how to pinpoint location. He, he knows how to throw to a certain spot, beat a hitter to that spot. And that's why he was so effective against most teams. <laughs> Sorry, Cole. Um, and so I think that that could come into play with the new CBA, which 
We don't know what the new CBA is yet. It has not been agreed upon. We probably have a lockout coming up. So, hey, we'll see. But I think that that's going to be another big part that they can get ahead of the curve in that regard in getting guys that can hit all four corners of the strike zone and can hit their spots and steal strikes that way as opposed to relying on catcher framing. Maybe they can go get a, an offensive catcher, as I suggested in numerous trade trade crossovers that I've done with other with fellow locked-on hosts. I think that guys that can get swing and miss and guys that can hit their spots are basically... I, I'm not looking for any pitches. I'm not looking for any arm angles. I'm looking for certain attributes, and those are the ones right there. Swing and miss, high velocity, and also pinpoint control. They don't. The pinpoint control guys don't have to be throwing 99. They can be throwing 92, 93. I'm fine with that. But they, they're going to need some of those guys, I think, especially if Roboams are introduced. And maybe you hold off on getting those guys, and maybe the A's hold off on making any of these trades because the CBA, CBA could drastically impact. If, if Roboams are introduced, that could impact how the A's are able to afford their players if there's a new arbitration. Uh, you know, layout that it could afford, uh, affect how the players play. If they get go out and get a bunch of high octane guys they can't locate, and if they're not locating that they can't get swings and misses, uh, then what what do the A's just trade you know Matt Chapman for? Nothing. So maybe they hold off on some of these trades, but I could see them making one of the. There, it seems like there's a lot of smoke on the Matt Olson front, and I I can't tell if that's because. I know that the teams have talked. They haven't really exchanged names, but I can't tell if it's just the New York media trying to make something happen or if there is actually some forward momentum going and we could be nearing a Matt Olson trade. Hey, we'll see, I guess. But uh, that is all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much again for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On Bets your second listen. Your boy Q and Ron Sterling. That's not right. God. Locked on Bets is great. I forgot the guy's name. He's fantastic. I love him. Um, I'm having a late night moment, but uh, they do a fantastic job and they hit on what? I think six out of eight of their bets a day. They're fantastic at what they do. And uh, you should definitely go listen to Locked on Bets because they're going to make you some money if you do. So go listen to Locked on Bets. Thank you for listening to Locked on A's. That's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, when hopefully I'm talking to Cole Irvin. Go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow. tomorrow.